This is Friday, October 29th. Many years ago now, one of the men in the church I was serving at the time began to bring devastation through his marriage through an affair. When the word got to me, I sought to get together with him as soon as possible. I knew this couple fairly well, and and I was heartbroken over what was happening. Often when faced with what will be a difficult conversation, the person refuses to meet. But not this time. I remember sitting together with this man and another elder. There were tears in our eyes as we pleaded for him to turn from his actions and to come before God in heartfelt repentance. But the conversation didn't last long. As much as we came with good intentions and brotherly love, he became defensive and soon excused himself. Now, in our day and age, we might be asked why we should even have such a conversation and speak into a man's life like this. Isn't it his business and not ours? Doesn't he have the right to make his own decisions? Here's our text for today. Colossians 3.16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. This week we have learned that the life that flourishes is a life together with others, and none of us can live this life alone. In our text we have seen the calling we have to bear with each other, and to forgive each other. But here we are commanded to teach and admonish each other. Why is that? And what does that mean? Well, first, this means that God works through our sisters and brothers in Christ as they teach us the gospel. We need to hear from others the message of grace and to see what it means through their eyes. There is a word that must come from outside of us, and not only the word of pastors and preachers. And yes, we can preach the gospel to ourselves, and we should do this every day. But there's an immense difference when a sister or brother speaks God's love into our lives. We need this on days when we just cannot hear the gospel well, when we're doubting, when we're struggling with sin. We need this on days when we feel like we're a mess and and we cannot get our lives together. We need to hear that God is, is not waiting for us to fix everything, to love us. But there's also a second reason. We are told to admonish one another. That word admonish means to caution, advise, or to counsel against something. A brother or sister sees us wandering and can help us, can help us see that we're in danger, and they can call us back to safety. They can show us the love of Jesus that teaches us to say no to the thing that would hurt us or hurt someone else. This is what we were doing with the man from our church when we sat together with him. We were urging him to return to Christ and to return to his wife. We were not judging him or criticizing him. We were reminding him of the cross and God's love and providing a way for him to return with grace and mercy. There are times when each of us needs a word of caution or counsel against the thing that would hurt us. In calling us to do this, God is asking us to be our brother's keeper, 
our sister's keeper. Here's Paul explaining this elsewhere. Galatians 6.1 Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Now notice how Paul says we are to do this. Let it be gentle. We don't do this with an air of superiority or self-righteousness. We do this humbly, knowing that we are all great sinners and that each of us needs the grace of Jesus. We don't give our own advice. People don't need to hear that from us. They need the simple word of God, fitly spoken in love. Now, we are living in a moment when we resist the input of others immensely. And this is right because none of us should want critical interference in our lives from anyone else. But what Paul is talking about here is not our word. It is the word of God, not our personal advice. Paul says, be careful that you will not be tempted. Yes, you could be tempted to self-righteousness rather than humbled by your need. This must come from a living by the Spirit of God. Now that man that we spoke with walked away and continued his behavior. And not too long afterward, he was divorced. I never saw him again. Years passed. It was more than 10 years later that I received a note from him. It was a note of apology. He expressed his sorrow for not listening to the men who loved him, for not responding to the word of God. He had experienced a real repentance. What was important was not that we were right and he was wrong, but in the end, God was glorified in his repentance. None of us want to have to be admonished. But there are times when this is what love requires. This is what it means to share life in the body of Christ. Now, this doesn't mean that we're self-appointed correctors of everybody's behavior. No, we're brothers and sisters walking together, trying to prevent a brother or sister from falling and helping them to recover when they do. Reminding them of the cross of Jesus and the love of God in Christ. Let's finish with these two verses, James 5, 19 and 20. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. Let's pray. Lord God, send us brothers and sisters when we're hurting with words of encouragement and when we are straying with words of correction, when we are doubting with words of grace. Remind us that we are our brother's keepers, our sister's keepers, and we have a calling from you to protect and guard each other. Help us to show forth the love of Jesus in this. For we pray in his name. Amen.